have you had an experience where someone looked at you with a special concern? They saw something in you that you yourself had not seen in yourself. Some potential in you that you did not know about. You know, I had an experience like this growing up. You know, growing up, um, I was a very shy kid. I could not imagine myself coming up and speaking in front of people. I mean, you know, growing up. But, but I remember when I was in my sixth or seventh grade in my middle school, there was a teacher who was assigned to our class. She was a class teacher that year. She saw something in me which I myself had not seen. So she would give me more responsibility. She would, she would trust me with things. And I remember you know, that giving me the confidence, right? To see that there was something more in me. Something very similar also happened you know, around the same time when you know, I went to a Catholic school um, you know, back in India. Um, so one of the priests, he was not a principal, but maybe he was the former principal. He wanted to do like kind of a documentary or something. And he wanted voices, you know, like, you know, you have animated movies and you get voices, like, you know, to voice over. So he, wanted, he was looking for those voices and for some reason he came to our class and he had this great audition. All we had to do is come and read a text. He would record it and then he came back after a week and he said, okay, well, I need these kids, right? So again, I saw, wow, I mean, you know, maybe there's something in me. Maybe there's something in my voice that he found interesting. Um, Maybe you've had similar experiences, you know? A lot of you play sports, maybe a coach has seen something in you uh, that maybe you had not seen in yourself, um, you know, academics. So we have today this great parable, you know, of a, of a master and servants, master giving talents or gifts to the servants, um, and he expects certain things in return. Obviously, there are three servants, two of them do a great job, one of them not so much, right? Um, he buries the talent that was given to him. He does not do much with it. But he accuses, or, or he reasons, but he accuses the master of something. He says, Master, you are a demanding person. But is the master really demanding? Is he really demanding? Because... Because think about it, he's really the opposite of being somebody who's demanding. He is other-directed, he's tender-hearted, he's generous, he's trusting. He could have given these talents to an accountant in his house, you know, to take care of it, but he gives it to the servants. These are the lowest rung of people. Like, you know, who would he, I mean, why would he give you money to the servants, right? Um, so he's a generous master. Um, the master knows more about the servant. The servants, you know, usually if you're in like a big household, you know, if you're a rich person, sometimes you don't, you know, does the, even, does the master even know that I'm, I exist? Maybe some people may have those feelings, but this master knew everything about the servants. He knew to which servant I would give five talents, to which servant I would give two, to which servant I would give one. So he knew so much about them, right? He gave them no instruction. He just did not say, go do these things. He just gave it to them, 
right? It's more like a challenge, an invitation. Let me see what you're going to do with this. So when people trust us, um, when they, you know, when they treat us with, um, you know, when they treat us like that, when they see some potential in us, and it makes us feel worthy, right? It feel, makes us feel respected and loved. And I believe this is what the servants should have felt, right? They should have felt respect, respected and loved when the master did this. So what is this parable all about? I mean, I was asked this question this morning, like, you know, just having breakfast and one of the, one of the young men says, hey, what is this parable all about, right? Um, three talents, I mean, five talents, two and one. Well, the master is God the Father. He is the master, right? That's what he represents. And, and the master, God the Father, entrusts to us many things. He gives us many gifts, many talents so that we can use them to love Him and to make Him known to others. What the Master wanted to do with the servants is He wanted to transform the servants into His sons. That's what God the Father wants to do with each one of us. He wants us to be transformed into His sons. So He's entrusting, you know, you know, what, what, what is this word? He's entrusting things into our hands. What does entrusting mean? Entrusting means you take something valuable that is valuable to you and you give it to somebody else. That is entrusting. You know, I, I remember this, um, and this is something like what I witnessed um, at my sister's wedding. Okay, I had the opportunity to be present at my sister's wedding, um, and, you know, Again, I said I come from India. There's a lot of cultural, uh, uh, you know, context here. But there is a beautiful ceremony that happens um, on the wedding day, during the reception, all the way at the end. You know, after all the partying is done, the dancing and everything, you eaten. But there's a beautiful moment where the father of the bride hands over his daughter to his you know, to the groom, to his son-in-law, or to the family, the son-in-law's family. Back, back in India, it's not just two individuals marrying, it's really the two families, you know, um, uh, kind of entering into a relationship. So there's a beautiful moment where, where my father, you know, he really loved my, you know, my sister, right? I mean, they say that the daughters are closer to their, to their fathers, the, the sons are closer to the mothers, uh, but so, so she was really close to him, and he was, you know, she was, you know, with, the, with the three siblings, uh, two boys, one girl. So, so he really loved her, and he, you know, there was a lot of emotion going on when he kind of said, you know, I'm giving you something really valuable, you know, um, to you. You know, take good care of her, right? Uh, make decisions that is the best for her. You know, that is what you're doing. That's what you're saying. Um, that is what entrusting means. This is what the father is doing, right? This is what the master was literally doing. You know, take good care of this. Um, so it's, it's not so much, today's parable is not so much, with the talents people say, you know, it's actually really money. It's like, they say like whatever, 15 years of wages. It's a lot of money that was given. But really the parable today, the story today is not about the money that has been given to us. Um, because if it is about the money, we should be like, you know, financial gurus, investment gurus. But that's not what it is. Um, it is. The parable challenges us to make most of what God's 
grace makes possible. God gives us the grace. What are you doing with it? Right? That is what it is. You know, the Father is investing in us. He's giving us all the necessary gifts we need to be successful in this life, to be holy. He's giving us everything. You know, what are you doing with it? You know, are we going to be like the two servants who are obedient, did something with what the master gave, multiplied it, or are we going to be like that one servant, overcome by fear, right? Um, and that will dictate our lives. Here today at Mass, the master, God the Father, is giving each one of us something very precious. He's giving each one of us his son in the Eucharist. What are you going to do with this gift? What are you going to do with this gift of his son? Right? Are we going to live in fear of our addictions, looking at ourselves, our bad habits and hopelessness? Or are we going to take this gift that we have and spread it? Right? Spread it. Be the light. Right? Our second reading tells us we are not called to walk in darkness. We walk in the light. We're people of the light. We've got to make our, our light shine. We cannot get afraid. Okay, if I'm going to live my faith, you know, what are others going to think about it? You know, what are people going to do? I mean, I cannot share my faith with my friends. I cannot live in that fear. God, every day, he, God the Father, he, tr he trusts you so much. He's giving you his son, his only son, to you. So we have to do something with this. We, we have to go and invest this. Invest this in our life, in prayer, in the scriptures. Taking it out, speaking to others about, about Christ but not burying in fear. Just worrying about, you know, maybe some people are going to make fun of me. So let us, um, you know, let us, let us um, take this gift that God is giving us. Let us go and invest it. Uh, God sees great potential in us. He wants to make us his sons. Maybe accept this, this gift.